Second episode of Ben plus Dan plus Kang plus Kodos. I am Ben and I am joined by Dan. Hello. And we are not joined by Kang or Kodos. That's a that's a trick. That's a trick that we do on you. Uh, this is a spinoff of Disney plus plus Ben plus Friends. Dan being one of my best friends. We're going to talk about The Simpsons every now and then. And I think we're going to start hopefully in 2021 doing this more regularly but it seemed like uh, you know the last episode we did was right around halloween and we did uh, a treehouse of horror actually a double feature and it was actually one of the most downloaded episodes of disney plus plus ben plus friends ever so i figure it's dan that's the dan effect for sure it's the dan uh the dan bounce i'm sure um but yeah you know gotta give the people what they want and then also i just like talking about the simpsons with dan so I'm really excited. Today we have one of the, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say not just best Christmas episodes of The Simpsons. I think this is maybe one of the best Simpsons episodes, period. And uh, maybe that's kind of, I don't know, varying the lead a little bit. But this is a damn fine episode of television, Dan. Absolutely. It's, It's a top 20 for me, I think. I think so. Well, okay, so I'm really excited. So last time we kind of just talked about the two House of Horror episodes that we wanted to discuss. And now we're going to actually kind of attempt to have a little bit more of a format. So I will say up top that if you have some ideas for different segments or things like that that you think might be fun for us to talk about, great. But in general, we're going to kind of come at uh, at this with a, at least a rough idea of a format. And we hope you guys have fun listening to this because I know we're going to have fun talking about it. So here we go. So we're talking about Marge Be Not Proud. This is a Christmas episode of The Simpsons. There are there are a handful of them, not as many as you might think. For a show that has a Halloween episode every single year, there are not as many Christmas episodes as you think. Uh, also considering that the very first episode ever was a, was a Christmas episode. First proper episode, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about Marge Be Not Proud. Uh, Dan, um, I'm, I'm going to pass the torch to you. Let, let's talk about logistics. Let's talk about Marge Be Not Proud as, as an episode, as an entry in Simpsons canon. Yeah, so this one was written by Mike Scully. Well, he's the credited writer. Um, he'd go on to work on Everyone's Raymond and Parks and Rec. Uh, directed oh, sure, by sure, yeah. Yeah, directed by Stephen Dean Moore. He, I didn't see a lot of other stuff he had done. He did some Rugrats. Uh, guest star Lawrence Tierney uh, as Who Don Brockton, the security guard. Time. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, it aired December seventeenth, nineteen ninety-five. I think that was only. Is it only this? What? What's up? Well, I just gotta say. Sorry to interrupt. December seventeenth is my little brother Nate's birthday. And I happen to know, just because that's his birthday, The Simpsons originally aired on December 17th. Uh, I guess it'd be 1990. I believe this. I believe it was December 17th as well. Yeah, I, believe, I think I read that, that it was to the date uh, the same as the first episode. That's awesome. All right, sorry to interrupt, but no like, it, I don't usually know that specific of Simpsons <laughs> trivia, and I had to comic book guy myself right there. Yeah, sorry. Um, and yeah, like like you were saying, there's not as many Christmas episodes of The Simpsons as you would 
think. I think this is really only the second one, um, and it's from season seven. So they they took their time with it for sure, which I love, and I do think it shows that they wanted to do a Simpsons like a a Christmas episode, right? You know, like it it feels earned. It doesn't feel shoehorned. Um, And I guess we're up top. So, I mean, let's talk about the fact that the chalkboard gag and the couch gag, neither one are Christmassy at all. No. And I, man, I think I, I, I miss the chalkboard gag a lot of the time. I don't pay a lot of attention to it. It goes so quick, but this one's kind of a groaner, I think. It's not. I agree. It's I not think great. It might be the worst part of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But I will stop talking about the 12 inch pianist. And it does feel. I mean, like, I'd rather. A, if you're going to give me a groaner, give me a Christmas groaner. Give me, a, like, yeah. a, a, like, a lame Christmas joke. Right. I, I, yeah, I, I found that one to be. I, I'm not going to lie. I think that might be the worst part of the whole episode. But. The couch gag's pretty good. Yes. Uh, it was a Homer pulls a drain out of the floor and they all sink through. Yes. Like it's a, that's, that's pretty And great. again, not at all a, uh, <laughs> a, a Christmassy one. Although I will say, uh, you know how Animaniacs got bought by Nickelodeon at a certain point in time? And instead of doing the like, you know, the like rhymey gag, they just like always went like Nickelodeon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have to say that in a terrible parallel universe where the Simpsons is forced to do one couch gag over and over and over again, Homer pulling the plug and the whole family going down the drain is not a bad one. Like, yeah, it's pretty it, good. Like, you know, I mean, like there are better couch gags without a question, but as far as one that's just kind of like, Hey, you know, a lot of episodes of The Simpsons are kind of about Homer sort of pulling a metaphorical plug and then the family going down the drain. Uh, You know, it it checks out, especially like seasons like, I don't know, well, right around season seven through like, I don't know, season 16 or 18 or whatever. Uh, Yeah. So I don't know anything up top as far as as just like the production of the show that we need to discuss or. Um, I mean, you want to get into Lawrence Tierney and all the stories let's, about that? Yeah, dude? let's talk about before we talk about like our favorite parts of the episode. I feel like we have to talk about Lawrence Tierney. And, uh, you know, there was there was a Twitter thread that was recently uh, unearthed that shines some light on that. And yeah, so, so let's let's talk about that for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Lawrence Tierney, he's the guest star in this episode. He plays Don Brodka, the security guard. Uh, at the store. And uh, if you don't know who Lawrence Tierney is, he was in Reservoir Dogs. Um, I forget which color he was or if he was one of those dudes or the old man in Reservoir Dogs. And he played Elaine's dad on a Seinfeld uh, from which there also comes a Lawrence Tierney story. But basically the writers, uh, specifically Josh Weinstein, have said that he was the scariest record they ever had. Like he's just this terrifying old man who like, I think they said when he when he was dropped off at the uh, at the studio, the driver like refused to stick around to take him back. He was like, "You can hire somebody else to drive this guy back." <laughs> he took off right away. Um, yeah, I saw. So that he basically they said they got him in the booth, and he wanted to do was it an Irish accent? Something like that. He wanted like to do that. some kind of like like a very thick like cultural accent, and they were like, "Well, we hired you because of your famously scary voice." Like. Yeah. 
can you do your famously scary voice? And they basically finally convinced him to do it because they were like, we love Reservoir Dogs. We like we uh-huh. love you and Reservoir Dogs. And he begrudgingly did it. But I love that idea that you like you hire Nick Offerman because you want it to sound like Ron Swanson. And he comes in and he's like, what if I did it with a British accent? You know, like, like I. Right. I just love that. And I mean, like I, I haven't ever made anything nearly on the scale of the Simpsons, but as someone who has helped produce short films and things like that, like every now and then actors show up to set with some pretty kooky ideas. (laughs) That would be very stressful. I think (laughs) also, he's just a scary dude. Like, I want to say no to him. Right. (laughs) Um, And then like, I think when he's, when he's leaving the voice message, the voicemail for Marge, he didn't get the joke. Like, because, I mean, not to spoil it, it might be my favorite part of the whole episode, but he he's talking into a phone and it's one way and you find out that he's leaving a message, but it sounds like he's talking to, to a person. Yes. And Josh Weinstein had to ad lib Marge lines because Tierney was like, it'll be funnier. It doesn't make any sense like this. He, I, I'm talking to somebody on the phone. So so what's she saying? So Josh Weinstein had to just pretend to be Marge and then cut it out later just to get him to record these lines. That is so insane. Yeah. I love that so much. You know, every now and then you come across people in Hollywood who are just like eccentric in such a specific way that it's hard to like quantify. I, I just oh, yeah. I just love it. I love it. This guy is larger than life. Oh my gosh. And and yeah. none of this even approaches uh his Seinfeld experience where Jerry Seinfeld saw him conceal like a knife on set and like confronted him about it and he really thought Tierney was going to stab him. So that's the kind oh of person where Jerry Seinfeld honestly thought that Lawrence Tierney was going to stab him with this knife. And so that's why <laughs> we only meet Elaine's dad once over the entire nine year run of Seinfeld. Cause Jerry was like, yeah, let's, let's get him off the set. I don't yeah, think we need to ever He's not coming back. That is absolutely incredible. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, so thank you for that, Dan. Uh, so, you know, it's fair to say that he is one of our favorite parts of this episode. But in general, let's just discuss our favorite parts of Marge. Be not proud. Like, what what do you like about this episode? I will start by just saying that I what I love about this. OK, so I think that as this show goes on, hopefully people will get to know me and you as people who love The Simpsons. And I think both agree that, like, the people who are like, Oh, the Simpsons uh, turned into zombie Simpsons after season five and it's trash. Are, they're annoying, you know, like, like, yes, the show has dipped in quality, but like there, there are, first of all, there are all, there's a really great run of probably about, probably about nine seasons or so where it's yeah. truly phenomenal. And then even the next like six or seven after that are watchable and have many fun episodes. But I will say that, I think that what we agree on is that, like, while we love The Simpsons as a whole, that the peak Oakley and Weinstein showrunner years are when it absolutely thrives. And when it's not just the best The Simpsons gets, it's maybe the best that any animated TV series has ever gotten. And so we are in the the peak of that. Right. I mean, like this yeah. is season seven. This is Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1 is the season finale of this season. That's the finale of season 6. Part Sorry, 2 okay. is the so season premiere. Part 2 is premiere. the season premiere, right? Yeah. So we are in absolute peak Simpsons by, like, I think most people's metrics. And Absolutely. one of the things about the show 
that does objectively change, and I'm not saying better or worse, but does objectively change. And for me and my personal preferences, I like it better how it was in this era, is the heart. And the idea that, like, yes, it's a very funny show, but at its heart, it's a show about a family. It's about this family and what happens when a family grows and changes. And, you know, like, I think that considering that Lisa and Bart and well, and everybody are like magically stagnant and don't actually grow in age. The characters do grow and change and get better over the years as people. And as a parent, my favorite part of this episode is Marge and Bart's relationship. I think it's actually powerful. So what we have like early on, we have Marge tucking Bart in and Bart doesn't like it. I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm resisting it. Please stop. And and she has this great line, not to step on both quotes, but like, well, if loving my kids is lame, then I'm just a big lame. Uh-huh. And, you know, just so fantastic. And I love then later on in the callback is that Bart's like, oh, well, the cuddle train express is on its way, you know, and and then she just says, good night, Bart, you know, shuts the door. Yeah. yeah. And he's hurt and he doesn't. And and I think it captures this moment that's so very real in every human being's life where like you can't decide if you still want to be a kid or if you're ready to grow up and you know like uh as, as the great britney spears once saying i'm not a girl not yet a woman all i need is time a moment that is mine while i'm in between you know and uh i i just love that i think their relationship in this episode and then you know like i guess to skip let's let's all hold off on the end but like their their relationship for me is what sells this really fantastic episode that and some pretty fantastic jokes. How about you? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Um, the relationship between Marge and Bart, and I'm not a huge Marge fan. Like she's not by any stretch one of my, one of my favorite Simpsons characters, but this is a really fantastic Marge episode. Um, yeah. Their whole relationship went. Yeah. It, that's Marge is an interesting character. Part of it. I, I mm-hmm. think that Marge, without sounding too like 2020 SJW, like, I do think Marge is where it's the most obvious that this was written by a bunch of like late 30s to early 50s yeah. white guys. You know, like, there are very few episodes where Marge really is like a fully fleshed out human. But I will argue that some of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons are when she is. Mm. And this is one of those episodes. But I, I'm yeah. with you. Marge is like of the four. I'm not counting Maggie. Sorry. But like of the four, definitely my least favorite of the main characters. But mm. I also think that that's like if we're going to get really critical, like almost like a, a, sh- a, a failure of the writing a little bit, because yeah. when she's great, she's great. I think Marge tends to really thrive when Patty and Selma are in the picture, I love her as a foil to her sisters, because I think sometimes you think of Marge as a stick in the mud because she's the one keeping Homer grounded. And from, you know, like he's a kite trying to fly into the sun and she's like, please don't do that. Uh, And then you see Patty and Selma who are the actual sticks in the mud. But yeah. Um, Any like favorite like moments or like, uh, like specifics before we like, I mean, like what's hard, this is one of those ones that I feel like I'm just like itching to get to best quotes, but like, like yeah. any specific bits or little vignettes that you really, that jump out at you. 
Um, when uh, Bart goes over to Millhouse's and Millhouse has Bone Storm and like Bart wants to play and Millhouse oh my like, God. is mad at him and just Mom, Bart is swearing Bart's or whatever he's accusing. And so Bart gets kicked <laughs> out. And then of course he wants to spend the day with Millhouse's mom because his mom doesn't oh like him. Oh my anymore. gosh, that scene later on where he, he she's they're just they're just sending Christmas cards mm-hmm. and he's asking about her friends. That is incredible. That is so good. Oh my gosh. I also just love that Millhouse's like screen name is Thrillhouse. No, it's Thrill Ho. <laughs> well, right, because he runs out of letters, so it's just Thrill Ho. Oh my gosh. Yes, that's... So good. I don't I don't know if that one counts as a sign gag, but that's up there for best oh sign gags for me. If I ever end up in like a yeah, in like an online like if I'm playing StarCraft two and Thrillho is ever playing, <laughs> like I'm just gonna deliberately lose that game. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Um yeah, I I, I also I, I really love um that there's a scene where Lisa and Bart are in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And I never had a sister, but I had I have two younger brothers and it really felt very true where like Bart's like, ah, mom didn't even yell at me. I'm in the clear. And then like Lisa's like, um, I know mom when mom's really pissed off. She doesn't say anything at all, you know, and I love that scene because, again, like like what I love about these, maybe it's like I if I have to like pick i think it's probably like right around season five until right around season eight or maybe nine where like the show is yes absolutely very very funny but there are a lot of scenes that aren't funny at all that are just like very true scenes and this one just reminded me of being nine years old and being like, yeah, mom's not even mad at me. And my brother, Ethan being like, mom's pissed at you. Are you kidding? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> like, like I just love that scene. I absolutely love it. It just, it's so true and real. Mm-hmm. I also love the rich kid who bosses his mom around. Yeah. And like, don't you already have, uh, <laughs> what's the name of the game name again? Bone Storm. No mom, you idiot. I have bone spree and I have murder storm, but I don't have bone storm. You better get two coffees, two copies of it. Cause I don't want to share it with Gina. Like, Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> that relationship. And then Bart gets caught shoplifting. And cause yeah, right. I guess like, I don't know. Should we give a pot synopsis? Maybe that should be part of the show. Basically <laughs> is that like Bart wants this Chris wants this video game. It's very violent. He's not going to get it. Also, money's tight because the the Simpsons, like in this era, money actually matters to the Simpsons. This is before Homer goes to space and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he, he steals this copy and then like um, ends up being banned from the store. They go back for f- family photos. He gets caught and then it, it's brought to everybody's attention. He stole the copy and then, you know, it, it's resolved. Um, but yeah, I love that when he's being arrested, the the mom whose son is horrible is just like oh wow his parents really failed I did love that uh, and, and then the kid got shut up mom shut up mom yeah I love that I love those pair that like that pair I love the the really subtle commentary of like hey there are different ways that you know parents can fail and like yeah. guess which one's actually the worst failure you know because. At the end of the day, Bart's actually a good human being. Um, yeah, I loved all that. All right, well, let's let's jump into best quotes, right? 
Remember the advice your father gave you on your wedding day? If you ever travel back in time, don't step on anything, because even the tiniest change can alter the future in ways you can't imagine. So, um... I have a bunch in there. I don't know. I have them just randomly, and and, and I don't I don't know the best way to do this, but I do love. Very early on, they're watching TV. It's right before the Bone Storm commercial, and there's just the throwaway line of, "And now stay tuned for a musical Christmas card from Tupac Shakur," and I love how it dates the episode. I love it, and then I, what I also just love is like the idea of Tupac. This is like 96, 97. I mean, like this is peak Tupac trying to like really sell himself as like, you know, gangster rap doing a Christmas card on Uh like the Krusty the Clown Christmas special. (laughs) It just all of that makes me really, really happy. Uh, And then all of all of the Bone Storm commercial just. Yeah. So tell your like like it's it's all so great. But like the peak of it, it is. So tell your folks, buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. And then it cuts to the kitchen the next morning, and Bart says, buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. And then, and then Marge is like, Bart, what are you saying? And then Homer says, young man, in this house, we use a little word called please. And I love the idea of then saying, like, this is such great writing because I'm like Family Guy would na- then have Chris come back and be like, Buy me Bone Storm or go to hell, please. The Simpsons just shoves like the idea of that in your brain and then makes right. you do the rest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like if I if someone had to say like, hey, explain the difference between the Simpsons and Family Guy right there. That's that's a perfect example of it. Family Guy would then have Chris be like, buy me Bone Storm or go to hell, please. And it's so much funnier to just have Homer like suggest that saying, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I, I did step on my own toes of, but well, if loving my kids is lame, then I, I'm just a big lame. <laughs> That's a, a good, good one. Quote. What are some of your favorite quotes? Um, let's see, gosh, there's a broadcast says, Hey kid, one more thing. If you ever set foot in this store again, you'll be spending Christmas in juvenile hall. Capiche? Well, do you understand? And Bart says everything except capiche. Yes. Great quote. And that is a great section too where we see Bart pretending like a dreaming of Christmas Hall and Juvie. And they have like the Charlie Brown, like wimpy Christmas tree and the stockings. Instead of having names, they have prisoner numbers on them. (laughs) I love that. Um, I'm a sucker. I think, you know, this, but I I think the greatest Simpsons character ever is Troy McClure. And I think that like after Phil Hartman was tragically murdered, uh, the show begins to dip in quality because he's no longer sprinkled throughout. And so, uh, I, I'm Troy McClure. You might remember me from such public service videos as designated drivers, life-saving nerds, and phony tornado alarms. Reduce readiness. I think that this has me squared away with the Beverly Hills famous footwear. Like, what? That is a crazy... It's one of the most insane ones he's ever done. I love it. Well, this is season seven. You know, he's been doing it for a minute now. Mm -hmm. And so now they're like putting a hat on the hat in the greatest way. Um, I love after when he, when Bart first leaves, uh, is it Brodka? What's his name? Brodka. Yeah. Yeah. When he first leaves his, his office, Brodka pulls out a snack pack 
like like a cracker and cheese and the cracker breaks he's like damn it i, mm-hmm. I guess it's not a quote but that's so funny oh my gosh i think uh i think my <laughs> absolute favorite quote of the whole episode though is uh the thing that puts the the idea to steal bone storm in bart's head is uh the bullies come by and like they clearly have stuff like like i think jimbo's got something hidden under his stocking cap and uh and so they tell bart like hey like four finger discount like you should like just steal stuff oh, and nelson right. says shoplifting is a victimless crime like punching someone in the dark <laughs> you got it that's the best quote that's the, that best, is the best one of the whole know. episode like, i think ding, we ding, could ding, agree ding. that's the best quote that's the best quote oh my gosh uh this one fails in comparison but I do love when they're getting the family portrait and Bart sees Bratka, he says, oh, no, the store detective, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is such a great like children. You know, like sometimes you forget that Bart's a child because of how he talks. But like the idea of instead of calling him a security guard, the store detective. Uh, yeah, I, that's it's so good. Uh, I, I think that that's probably it as far as quotes that I just like have to talk about. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I, I guess. I, Okay, so then I guess also I said I didn't want to like step over the ending, but it's it's not necessarily a quote, but like the ending of like Bart has something under his jacket. Marge is convinced he's shoplifting again. Oh. It turns out he has a the picture of him from the, the wall that said he was paying from the store and attached to it is a receipt that says paid in full because he has he's paid his debt and he's done the right thing. And. It's a really, really great moment. And then Lisa, in like a super realistic way, like Marge is like, well, Bart gets to open an early Christmas present. And then Lisa's like, well, then I get to open an early Christmas present. I didn't shoplift. And I, I, I love I that's what I love about The Simpsons. I love The Simpsons just nailing brother, sister, uh, children, you know, like nuclear family dynamics. So good. So good. So mm-hmm. there you go. OK, so if we have to pick. The funniest moment of the entire episode. What is it? I vote. I know it's early on and I know it's a funny episode. I vote the Bone Storm commercial because I think of this moment a lot when I think about The Simpsons and I don't even always think about this particular episode. Like sometimes the Bone Storm commercial just pops in my head and I I just absolutely love it. It's so over the top in the best way possible. And then that like if I can lump it in the fact that the commercial bleeds straight into Bart saying, buy me bone storm or go to hell. And then Homer saying, young man mm-hmm. in this house, we say, please. Yeah. I think that's the funniest step, moment of the episode. What do you think? Um, I, I don't disagree. That's that's a very um, that's definitely one of the funniest moments of the episode. I, I also love how over the top and 1995 video games it is yes like everything oh, right. was so well, extreme like, and violent two, even it's Nintendo. two gordos battling each other right? yeah like it's mm-hmm. two gordos from uh or is that is that the character's name that's four arms in Goro. Mortal Kombat. Oh. yeah yeah it's two Goro. gordos yeah just fighting each other yeah yeah i um no i think another... i agree with you i think okay it's all right so there we go well how about that how about that all right <laughs> Uh, best sign gag brought to you by the Frying Dutchman. Oh, How do you feel of tacos? Would you sooner eat a bilge rat than another burger? Then come for all you can eat <gasps> seafood at the Frying Dutchman. Uh, I'm going to go with Lee Carvalho's putting challenge. Yep, agreed. I, okay. It's the okay. only choice. I mean, that is... 
that is classic, like canonical Simpsons joke. That's like, especially because I don't even know. Like, I know that he's a professional golfer. I'm right, sure he was contest. famous, but like, I don't know if he was like to compare it to like modern NFL. I don't know if he was Aaron Rodgers famous or if he was. Um, like Sam Darnold famous or Patrick Mahomes. Like I have no idea how famous he was, but he's famous in my head. I know like four golfers. I know, I know Tiger Woods. Cause he's like the greatest sure. ever, right? He's the, he's the Gretzky, the Jordan. I know Arnold Palmer cause his drink rules. Right. And then I know Lee Carvalho. And because of this episode might be it. I, and, I think it's, is it is it comparable to like a Bill Lambeer's combat basketball where you're yes. like Bill Lambeer? Why did they give him a yes. game? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then I also love just on top of that, it, there is like when you see the store display, it says now with scoring pencil, which is just like an absurd. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that's clearly the winner of that. Category. Yeah, that's, that's a layup. OK, the Hans Molman Award for biggest impact with the fewest Hans lines of screen time. Molman Productions present man getting hit by football. I will go with Milhouse's mom on this one. I think Milhouse's okay. mom, uh, a character who is often not, you know, very important and not all that funny. I, I think she does a good job with like that scene with Bart is a really great scene. And then I, I also think that uh, the scene where she drags Bart out for swearing is, is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, do you have another nomination for the, the Hans Molman Award? I do, and I had not even considered Milhouse's mom. That's a very, very good uh, suggestion. I, I kind of was thinking of uh, Gavin, the spoiled kid, um, because oh, he's really no, only shows right. up a little bit. And he has three lines. You're right. It's and Gavin. He's, it's Gavin. He's such a counterpoint to Bart that really, I think, um, drives home the theme of the episode, sort no, of. You're right. It's um, Gavin. I, I agree with your vote. <laughs> Gavin is All right. Hans Molman. Congrats. Okay, next we've got comic book guys. Um, actually, moment for bloopers, clunky moments, trivia, etc. Um, first of all, comic book guy does have a really great scene in this that I that we did talk about. I, I love the idea that, where he like uh, apparently you don't understand sarcasm. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I I didn't necessarily notice any like specific bloopers or clunky issues. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice anything upon watching it really either. And I even went and looked online, and there was like. Something where like uh, Maggie's not in one of their Christmas pictures or something. It was like a really minor, sure. like continuity thing. That's to be honest, not interesting or funny yeah. at all. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh man, look, we've watched this show too many times, but you have really watched this show too many times. If it was like a terrible representation of like a video game, playing since it's a video game focused episode, and TV sure. shows, especially in the '90s, could be so bad at that. Where like. They have like a joystick, but it's like yeah, a yeah, 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 fighting yeah. game or something. But no, no, no. That's like, like it was like basically Mortal Kombat 2. And it was like, yeah, no, I totally yeah, agree with you. They, they yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think in that same uh, tweet thread that Josh Weinstein had about Lawrence Tierney, um, Bob Mackey, co uh, host of a, a, a different Simpsons podcast that we're not going to be plugging here. Uh, but they're famous. <laughs> they're famous enough to actually know the people who wrote The Simpsons. But uh, he, he asked who on the staff at that time was like the gamer who like knew 
stuff about video games to make it so accurate. And apparently Bill Oakley at the time had like every video game console available. I believe then. that. Like, I he believe he that. Like, had like the, the PlayStation, well, dude, the Saturn, Super Nintendo, you know everything. What? Like Mission Hill has really great video game representation too. So that, that checks out to me. They basically were like on EverQuest, like when EverQuest was like first out. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That checks out. That checks out. Sweet. It's fun to be talking, Simpsons. Um, so <laughs> let's go on to Homer's Donut for the winner of the episode. Mm, forbidden Donut. Who gets Homer's Pink Sprinkle Donut? I am going to go. Maybe, okay, this is a weird one because it's the first time we've ever given it out. So and so like apologies if this is like, oh, no, this guy always gets the donut, but I don't think he does. I'm going to give it to Bart Simpson because Bart Simpson, I caramba, eat my shorts, you know, dick bag. Uh, (laughs) uh, He's a punk ass character a lot of the times. And this is one of those episodes that reminds you that Bart Simpson has a heart of gold and he's going to grow up to be a good person. And this is one of those episodes that reminds you, like, you know what? Every now and then there's an episode where he does some pretty mean stuff, some crappy stuff. He's mean to Martin. He's mean to Millhouse, even his friend. You know, this was one of those episodes that reminds you that Bart Simpson's a good person. And as a result, I'm going to have to say that I think Bart Simpson wins the episode. What do you think? Um, gosh, you know, I'm trying to think of like just to get discussion going, something else to suggest, but it's a good I, Marge th- episode too. I mean, it's like a good I, Marge I, episode. Yeah. Um, but I think it really is Bard because I mean he's funny in it, but he's not just like it's it's not like an episode that focuses on Homer and Bart's just doing gags in the background. It's it's really a Bart episode, and like I feel like he grows a lot and learns a lot. And even though it's The Simpsons and it it gets reset next week, um, it. It, it's not just Bart being funny. It's Bart being a human and Bart learning things. And uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's gotta be Bart. I think that either, that's that like, or, either that or Tom Landry, who appears in the very beginning at Christmas, kind of Christmas. Festival. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, oh it's my Bart. Gosh. Yes. Uh, but no, I, I, I think that, I think that what's important to remember with like, I don't know, I guess I've heard this, uh, style of show referred to as hyper serialized fiction, whereas like the idea is that it's serialized to such a degree that you can watch any episode and it doesn't actually necessarily matter, right? Yeah. Um, when you watch an episode like this that that really focuses on what's going on inside of a character that it, in their heart, it has in a weird way more gravity than episodic fiction like like breaking bad or mad men because in mad men you know over the season you're going to slowly find out how good or bad don draper is right but like the simpsons is going to often have several episodes in a row that doesn't even address the idea of whether or not bart's a good person so in a weird way the ones that do actually juggle with that matter more because those are the ones you have to latch onto and stick to when you're trying to make the argument in your head. 
And this is one of those ones where, like, when I'm thinking about Bart, when I'm thinking about Marge as a mom, when I'm thinking about their relationship, I think of this episode a lot. I mean, this is one that I, like, would hang my hat on. Like, I'm sure that somebody somewhere at some point in time did a thesis on, like, is Bart Simpson a good person? You know, like, like, and the this is one of those episodes where you have to go like, yeah, he is. He's like, he's a punk ass, but like, also he's like, he clearly has ADHD. He's clearly a genius. He's very smart. Like for whatever reason, Homer and Marge ended up giving birth to two very smart children, you know? And like, but he's smart in an unruly way. That's why he and Lisa are such wonderful foils for each other. And so, yeah, I, I I'm standing by our pick. Homer's donut for this for this first one. Um, it, it's got to be Bart Simpson. He wins. It, it's a great episode for Bart. I'm proud of Bart. Yeah. And hey, it's the first Homer's donut, so why wouldn't Bart win it? He's not going to well, get it see, every week. And but. I will say, I bet more often than not, if there's somebody who we give it to too much, it's probably Homer. You know. Yeah. But yeah. this is a relatively light Homer episode. Homer's <laughs> got a great batting average in this episode. I mean, it Homer really has does. like four lines. One of his moments is where he like shuts the baby gate, and he's like, "Go get her, ma!" Like <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good one. <laughs> so good like homer crushes this episode but yeah we'll see well we're gonna start doing this i think about once we'll say one about once a month i, I don't know that yeah. we'll commit to every single calendar month but uh the next one we're gonna do is dan's favorite episode of the simpsons maybe my favorite episode of the simpsons as well cape fear mm-hmm. and so if you're listening to this and you haven't seen that yet for some reason go watch it and 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 get prepared but yeah yeah so we'll be doing this about every month and i think my thought is we just kind of like take turns picking episodes like yeah. uh well should we count cape fear as you picking or should we flip a coin after that <laughs> we, we can count that as my pick because right, it's, right. it's the one i would have picked <laughs> all right all right well to be fair i i probably would have too but I, i've got i've got two or three others right up there but sweet well, uh, I hope everybody listening to this has happy holidays. Uh, 2020's almost fucking over, which is fantastic. And uh, I, I dropped an F-bomb there, but you know what? This year sucked, so uh, yeah, take this that. This year deserved it. I, I don't know how much we cuss on this show, but I, yeah, fuck 2020, I'm fine saying. Uh, yeah, so Dan, any anything you want to plug or get off uh, your chest before we before we wrap? Gosh, not really. I mean, this is the thing I'd plug on something else where I needed to plug stuff. So yeah, there you uh, go. There you go. <laughs> download uh, the next episode of this yeah, show when it comes out. Download the next episode of the show. Yeah, yeah. Just check it out. Tell, tell your friends about it. Uh, feel free to check out my other podcast, Ope Radio, which is a Kansas City-based local music podcast. I also produce uh, a show called Community Garden, which is my younger brother's show. Um, it's a show about philosophy, psychology, and race and lord of the rings um check check that out and then uh, i also am the co-host and uh producer or i guess not co-host mc of scarbq which is uh aaron scarborough casey-based stand-up comics podcast just go check all those out but really uh go on disney plus and watch the simpsons uh, like the other day i heard someone say is disney plus worth ten dollars a month and i was like the entirety of the Simpsons is always on it and other stuff too. Yes, it is like, like also what a, what a wild question. 
pay 10 bucks, watch some stuff and cancel it. Also, that, also people that. Who act like these things have like three year contracts. You exactly. Can pay for a month and then cancel exactly. it. They, exactly. Yeah. They're not the yeah, cops. Yeah. You can do yeah. that. You can just peace out. You can just peace out. Yeah. Speaking of just peacing out, shall we just peace out? I guess we should. All right. Bye, Dan. See you, Ben. Bye, the internet. <laughs> eat my shorts. All right. I'll eat, eat your shorts. Yeah, eat my shorts.